Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellas and girls, have you ever seen a squadron of American bombers roaring through the air in formation? Have you seen newsreel pictures of Uncle Sam's destroyers cutting through the seas on patrol in search of enemy subs and surface raiders? I'm sure you have, and I bet you were thrilled. You probably felt terribly proud, too. Well, if you've been buying war-saving stamps regularly, you have a right to be proud. Not only because those planes and those ships represent the fighting spirit of America, but because you helped to build them. Yes, sir, every time you bought a war-saving stamp, your money helped by the labor and materials that are used to make planes and ships and equipment to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. So next time you hear some boy or girl on your block say, Oh, shucks, what difference does it make if I buy one stamp or not? What difference can one dime make? You tell them it does make a difference. It makes a big difference. Tell them, for instance, that five dimes will buy enough fuel oil to take an American destroyer one full mile closer to its objective. Or that one dime will buy five forty-five caliber bullets. Tell them that if every boy and girl in the United States bought just one ten-cent war-saving stamp every day, it would add up to enough money to buy a lot of swift pursuit planes, with which our Army and Navy forces could blast the Axis out of the air. And while you're at it, you might remind them that this is one way that all you fellows and girls can help win this war. Now, after all, everybody can't join Uncle Sam's armed forces, but all of us can buy war-saving stamps. So talk it over with Mother and Dad tonight. Tell them you want to help Uncle Sam win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly. Buy them every day if possible. And I'm sure that they're going to be glad to cooperate. And now, the adventures of Superman. Superman, in his disguise of Clark Kent, Lois Lane, girl reporter, and Jimmy Olsen, Clark's young friend, are now in colorful, romantic Arabia. Strange things have already begun to happen. Yesterday, Lois wanted to have her future read by a fortune teller in the bazaars of Mecca, and she was a little upset when the fortune teller, a look of terror on his face, refused to tell her fortune. Shortly afterward, as they continued to push their way through the noisy, crowded bazaars, Jimmy and Kent suddenly realized that Lois was not with them, that she had mysteriously vanished. Has something happened to Lois? We'll know in a moment. Listen. I don't see Lois at all, Jimmy. She couldn't have fallen that far behind. 
We've got to find her, and right away. Sally, you don't suppose she's been... I mean, that fortune teller and everything. You don't think... There's no time for thinking, Jim. We've got to act. Well, what do we do? First, we've got to be sure that Lois hasn't stopped off in one of the shops to buy something. Oh, she wouldn't have done that without well, we, telling us. We've got to make sure. Come on. Wait. Mr. Kent, look. What? That man with the red hat on his head. The fez. Yes, he's the same one you bumped into several times by accident. It was no accident. Mr. Kent, there's something queer about that bird. Look. Look at that... That sort of half-smile on his face. Yes, there is something about the way he's looking at us that... Come on, Jim. We're going to have a talk with that Arab. Okay. Is he an Arab? Well, he's certainly dressed like one. Look, he's starting to move away through the crowd. He doesn't want to talk to us. Oh, it's coming. I noticed that, too. Well, we just have to catch up with him. Are you there? Wait a minute. Just a minute there. Oh, he's stopping. Look, he's turning around. Gosh, he's so tall and thin and... Strange looking. You there! I am honored, Effendi. Do you wish to talk to me? Uh, you've been pretty close to us ever since we came into this street. My young friend here bumped into you several times. The streets are narrow, Effendi. I regret any inconvenience. No, it isn't that I want to talk about. A young lady with us. Did you notice her by any chance? Notice her? Yes. Uh, vaguely, yes. I was aware there was a female with you. And why do you ask? Is something amiss? Uh, no. No, thanks. Thanks. Sorry to have troubled you. Golly, he sure left in a hurry. Slid into the crowd like, like a snake. Didn't get much out of him, I'm afraid. Can't understand it, Jim. Something's happened to Lois. I'm convinced of it now. I am, too. What can we do about it? I don't know. Let me think. Jim, that fortune teller, you remember the one who refused to tell Lois his fortune because he said something terrible was going to happen to her? Yeah, but you said he was a fake, that it was just a trick. Oh, all fortune tellers are fakes, Jim. Which leads me to believe this one was in on whatever game is being played here. You mean you you think he might know what's happened to Miss Lane? I wouldn't be at all surprised. Come on. We're going to find that fortune teller and make him open up. Maybe he won't talk. Maybe he... he'll talk. We have to choke every word out of him. Come on, Jim. There he is. Fortunes, fortunes. Tell your fortune. I want to see you, mister. Fendi, you wish your fortune. No, leave me in peace. But, Shavani, you are the one with the female. Leave me in peace. I'll leave you in peace, friend, after you tell me what I want to know. What has happened to that young woman? No, 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 I will not tell. It is too... Never mind the build-up. She's disappeared, vanished. Now, I want to know what's happened to her. She had vanished already so soon. What what do you mean? Her fate was written in the sand. I dared not tell her, but I thought not it would come so soon. Oh, stop the mumbo-jumbo. I'm convinced you know what's happened to her. This is all part of some trick. Trick? Trick? You you think I fool you? Well, certainly. You don't expect me to believe that you actually saw anything written in that silly sand of yours. Of course, of course. I might have known. You are not an Oriental. You come not from the East. You could not possibly believe that I have power to tell the future. Well, of course we don't believe it. It's a fake, isn't it, Mr. Kent? Naturally. So be it. Fortune, fortune, offending. Oh, he's fortune. ignoring us, Mr. Kent. What are we going to do? Well, physical violence won't do any good with his kind, I'm afraid, Jim. Maybe we'd better try playing the game. What do you mean? You'll see. Uh, look, friend. Yes? Uh, I, uh, I've got to find that young woman. She's vanished. Disappeared completely. Can you... Can you help me? Perhaps it is possible, and perhaps the sands will tell what you should do. Shall I read the sands, Effendi? Oh, yes, yes, please do. Very well. I, I stare the sands. I stare the sands so. And now I gaze upon what there is writ. What do you see? Wait, wait, Fendi, wait. Gosh, Mr. Kent, look. His eyes are positively blazing. Gee, maybe there is something in this fortune-telling business. Nonsense, Jim, nonsense. Fendi? Yes? Here's what you must do if you would find the female. Yes, go on. When the muezzin calls from the minaret, follow on where the music shall lead. Huh? I don't understand. I can tell you no more. When the muezzin calls from the minaret, 
Follow on where the music shall lead. That hardly tells us a thing when the wezen calls from the minute. Hello. What's going on back there? There seems to be trouble of some sort, Mr. Kent. There's a whole crowd of arrows milling around someone or something. Did you hear that, Mr. Kent? I certainly did. Someone needs help. Oh, come on, then. Let's help them before that crowd kills them. Not on your life. They tear us to bits. You wait here. Where are you going, Mr. Kent? You get the police. I'll be back in a jiffy. Oh, here's a dark doorway. No one can see me here. I couldn't possibly handle that mob as Clark Kent, but I certainly can as Superman. Now to step out into the street and join the fun. Up, up, and at him. There. All right, out of the way. Out of the way. Let me get to that man. Oh, you would, would you? Oh, neatly done. Jolly good old boy. Jolly old Jimmy, get back there. Get out of the way. Not on your life. I'm going to help you if I can. There, you take that. <laughs> nice work, youngster. I wish I could handle them the way you do. Get throwing them around by the dozens. Oh, they're scattering fast. Oh, looks like you've done the trick. Yes, it does. Take care of our English friend over there. I've got to leave now. Oh, but Superman, wait a minute. Up, up, and away. Oh, golly. What a man. Uh, you there, boy. Help me up here. Will you help oh, me up? Gosh. You're in a bad way, sir. Those Arabs would have killed you if it hadn't been for Superman. Well, I joy will think they did anyhow. The skulls tracked me on repair, the back spring, so I can hardly stand, but I'm not sure. Oh, no. No. What is it, sir? Me monocle. Your what? Me monocle. Me eyeglass. Oh, look at it. Look at it lying in the dust, shattered beyond recall. Oh, gosh. I thought it was something pretty bad the way you talk. It's only a monocle. Only a monocle? Only a monocle. Hear me, my dear misguided youth. That monocle has been twice around the world. No ordinary monocle. That played to the crowned heads of Europe, to the President of the United States, the Premier of France. Hey, what's going on here? Or rather, what stopped here? What happened to the riot? Oh, Superman took a hand in it. What? It didn't last long after that. Superman? Yeah, I wonder where he came from. All I know is he always manages to turn up when he's most needed. Oh, dear. Perhaps if I were to fit the pieces together with some sort of sickly bob. What's the matter with him, Jim? Oh, look. The Arabs almost killed him before Superman arrived. And all he cares about now is that broken monocle. Uh, excuse me, oh, my, my name is Clark Kent, and this is my friend Jimmy Olsen. We tried to come to your rescue. Yes, 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 devilishly sporting of you. Too bad you couldn't save my monocle, you know. Oh, uh, excuse me, frightfully neglectful of me. I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Sir Mycroft Bittersweet. Oh. That's my stage name, you know. I've forgotten my real one. Oh, you're an actor. An actor? I am an interpreter, sir. An interpreter of the bard. Shakespeare, you know. Uh, William. Three times around the world, sir. Three times? I thought you said the monocle had been around the world twice. Uh, well, yes, I left it at home once. Oh, <laughs> so yes. you're a Shakespearean actor. Oh, quite. Uh, how did you start this riot? What made those Arabs so mad? Oh, oh, oh that, yes, yes. Frightfully sordid business. Dates, sir. Dates? Yes, I ate some dates from that stand over there. And the ruddy proprietor of the establishment demanded payment. Quite right, of course. I said I'd pay him by reciting a speech from the immortal works of Shakespeare. And I did so. What then? He hit me on the head with a slightly used pomegranate. (laughs) Awkward, most. I take it you haven't any money. Money? Money? Of what use is money, sir, to an interpreter of... What's that? Oh, the Muezzin, Mohammedan Clare of the Hour of Prayer. If you ask me, could use a few lessons in voice culture? Please, quiet. Uh. 
look. All the Arabs are kneeling, facing the east. Yes. When the muezzin calls from the minaret, follow on where the music leads. Well, if there was anything in what that fortune teller said, we ought to hear some music or something, oughtn't we? Yes. Quiet, listen. anything? No, and of course we wouldn't. It, it was nothing but just... Wait. Listen. I say, devilishly odd music, that. Where's it coming from? What interests me is where it's going to lead us to. Come on, let's follow it. But how? How can we follow music? Well, I don't know, Jim, but we'll try. Come on. I say, old man, may I come to... Huh? If you want to. Right. Never know. I might be of some help. World travelers such as myself picks up a good deal of useful knowledge four times around the world. Well, our friends are having some weird and interesting adventures and meeting some odd characters in the bargain. What strange mystery is beginning to weave itself around Kent and Jimmy in Arabia? What has happened to Lois? Will the music lead them to her? Be sure to hear tomorrow's exciting episode. Listen every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow the adventures of Superman. By all means, don't forget to tune in to Superman tomorrow for another thrilling and exciting episode. And don't forget to talk to Mother and Dad before you go to bed tonight about making arrangements to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Start the day off right tomorrow. Buy at least one 10-cent war-saving stamp first thing after breakfast. And remember what I told you at the beginning of this program. Every single dime is important because all our dimes put together can go a long way to help pay for the guns and the tanks and the planes and the ships that we need to knock out the Nazis and Japs. And say, here's an idea. Why don't you get together with your friends tomorrow and make a joint pledge to buy war-saving stamps every time you've got a dime? See which of you can buy the most war-saving stamps every week and every month. In that way, you'll be doing your share to win this war. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is written and directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.